Hello and welcome to Film Pulse Podcast. This is episode number 432. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today we've got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. This week on the show, we'll be taking a look at our most anticipated movies of 2022. And we'll also be going over this week's new releases in theaters, VOD, and Blu-ray. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please remember to review us on iTunes if you get a moment. That would be extremely helpful. Uh, now, we don't we don't have any, like, things special planned, but this marks the 10-year anniversary of this podcast and Film Pulse. Would it- What's the actual like? Do we know what the actual like ten year like when we? It's like the twelfth, I think, or something like that. Like it's for real. Yeah, I, I want. I want to say it was like. Oh, actually, the full the first full podcast was February fifth. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was when the podcast started. The site itself started somewhere around this time. Wow. Yeah, we did some small things, like podcast wise like kind of experimenting with the idea before before then but yeah it looks like january 8th was the first post january 8th 2012 pretty crazy unbelievable well uh it's been great for the last decade uh want to thank everybody who has listened to the show and gone onto the site and read the reviews and contributed and and all the people who've you know, made this possible. I've had a lot of fun over the last decade doing this. It's been, it's been a good hobby. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, most importantly, it just keeps me, it's, it's kind of like a selfish thing, really. It keeps me motivated to continue pursuing film, like keeping up with it, you know, like, watching the latest things and learning about it and and diving into the medium more but it also helps me keep a conversation going about movies and it and it keeps that sort of connection with my friends like you you know oh yeah because if we didn't have this i i don't think we would we probably wouldn't talk as much as we do right I think we, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that we would still talk, but... No, we would. Not, but not like on a scheduled, consistent. yeah, not on like yeah. a scheduled weekly basis. So, I mean, exactly. for me, for me, like, that's one of the main reasons that I, that I keep doing this. Like, I still, I still have a tremendous amount of fun doing it. So, so here's that's to another, here's to another 10 years and we're going to, we're going to be like these old decrepit men and we're going to get so like bitter and cynical about everything and ah, everything movie wise. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, well, it could be the opposite because I've been finding myself being less cynical over the years. Like I'm way, I'm like way more open to, to things like, like at the peak of our like movie snobbery. I think that there's just a lot of things that I would not even give the time of day that I, that I now enjoy. So I, I think also doing this as it opened up more opportunities for us. And I, I think it kind of, cause you know, we get to do film festivals and stuff yeah. and we get screeners and all that kind of thing. And another thing that I find really interesting is like you said, it kind of forced us into maybe like digging deeper into film mm-hmm. and such. And like, I found myself just finding like whole new types of thing. And just like how my taste has completely changed 
and you know the stuff that i get excited about now like that kind of thing where it's just i don't think if we did this i think me personally like maybe i think i would have just been more like narrow focused Mm -hmm. instead of what actually ended up happening because all this you know it just opens up all these things right yeah you learn you learn about so many different different things that and you're sort of forced to try these things that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise and yeah i think it's i think it's great i think that it's like really opened me up like on an intellectual level too like there's a lot of movies that i have seen like documentaries things like that that i feel like maybe I wouldn't have otherwise that I, that I feel like really helped me like develop and grow as like a person too. So I I think it's, it's been a a really great experience for the last 10 years with that. Uh, I think that we let's first, as we do with every year, we, we go back and we look at what we had on our 2021 list and sort of see how things stacked up, check to see if everything came out, if we saw it, all, all of that stuff. So Let's go through the list and uh, quickly recap 2021. So first up on the list, we had Candyman. Both of us had that on our list. You didn't even see that, did you? No, that's another movie that uh, I forgot about. (laughs) There's so many movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would have landed. I don't think that movie would have landed on your top 10 or anything like that. But I think you probably would have. You'll like it. No, but I am excited now because I'm like, oh, yeah, I can watch that. Yeah, because that just happened with Tenet. I forgot about that movie existing. (laughs) And then when we did the last (laughs) podcast, Judas and the Black Messiah, forgot about that until Ken brought it up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Candyman, it's pretty solid. I mean, I I, I guess maybe it wasn't quite on the same level as I had hoped, but I I still enjoyed it overall. Uh, We both had the French Dispatch on our list. Uh, that's another one that I don't think you saw, Mm-mm. but that ended up on my top 10. I don't think it's like the best Wes Anderson or anything like that. Even, I don't even think it's even close, but there were enough elements to it that, that warranted a spot on my, on my list because I really loved the, the, the production design of it. And I, I enjoyed the, the little stories. So, uh, I had CryptoZoo on my list. I didn't end up seeing yeah. this. This is on Hulu now. Yeah. I just found out a couple of days ago. I just don't know if I can... I, I like the idea, like the concept of it, but I just don't like the animation style, so I have to yeah, really... And it's tough, because I tried watching that, his, the one before it, that uh, my, entire my entire high, high school, school... Yeah. Whatever. Sinking into the, into the sea. Or, yeah. Yeah, I try. I couldn't get through it. I just, I couldn't do it. I didn't see that one either. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mandibles was on your list. We did oh, see yeah, that. Oh yeah, Mandibles. Hell yeah. Saw Mandibles. That was, That's great. That's fun as hell. Saint Maud was on your list. Oh uh, yeah, that's a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, agree. Uh, Amoria was on your list. What's Amoria? Amoria. I don't, I don't even remember that. Amoria. Um, uh, a pitcher pong with the. Uh, oh, Memoria. That's going to be playing forever. They're doing the neons doing that. I I don't think this is going to work and they're going to abandon it, but it plays like one theater for the rest of eternity. Just traveling around. That's not, that's not happening. No, 
uh, come true was on your list. That was it was okay. A slight disappointment. It just really fumbled that landing. My goodness. Yeah. Such a good movie up until yeah. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was on your list as well. And I remember it now. <laughs> this I'll this ended up on my top ten. I I really enjoyed that. Uh, Siberia. That was the Abel Ferrara one, I think. Yeah. I I didn't that, see I it. I think that's out. I have no idea where God's I, name you can yeah, see it. Yeah, it, it, it did come out. I know that. Like, I'm pretty sure it hit VOD. It's the one with Willem Dafoe, but yeah, I didn't see it, unfortunately. Wild Indian. We we both saw that. That was on your list. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the Last Thing You Wanted. I have no idea what the hell that is. The Last Thing What's You that? Wanted. Um. Let's see. That's on your list. I, I don't know. I know. It's weird because, like, is that a, a name change? Maybe. Because. Maybe it's the last. There's. Uh, it was probably the last thing he wanted, which was oh, the, 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 the D Reese. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that uh, they came out on Netflix that I had no idea about. It's got a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> so I don't think the uh, the uh, the priority has dropped substantially. <laughs> yeah, uh, you also have a Black Rift begins to yawn. Yeah, that was a bummer. You know, did I see that? I like I don't even. Yeah. I literally don't even remember yeah. that. I think we that was one we covered for Slam Dance. Ah, Slam Dancer. You also have I was a simple man. Oh, yeah, that ended up making my top ten. Yep. They really enjoyed that one. Uh, you have Superior. Yeah. I tried to watch that with my whole uh, Sundance debacle, but I wonder if that's playing anywhere now. Um, I don't think so. Still, I don't know. I, I, I saw it at Sundance. I know that. Like, I remember this yeah. one. But, uh, yeah, I don't think movie. it came out. Just put it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that one didn't come out. You have Beginning on your list yes i did say that was also in my top 10 and let's see i have uh halloran which is a a new one from mike flanagan that never came out i don't think yeah no i don't think so yeah don't don't know too much about that i think um i think it's been put on hold i don't even think that movie is going to be made Actually, yeah, I don't think so because hasn't he made like three other things since then? Yeah, I don't think that's coming out. Uh, the Hand of God was on my list, and that turned out to be my number one of 2021. So I was happy with that one. That was yeah. the Paolo Sorrentino one. That's on Netflix. So you can check that mm-hmm. out. We both had Strawberry Mansion on our lists. Yes, that's good. Which is coming out this year? It's going to come out VOD and everything. I thought it already came out. Jeez. Nah. Yeah, no, you know what? I think that is on the VOD list. Now that I think about it, the calendar. I had Last Night in Soho. That's the uh, Edgar Wright one. I was disappointed with that. Mm. Prisoners of the Ghost Land. We both had that on our list. That's the Sheen Sono one. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed this, but it just it wasn't quite what I had hoped. I think I built it up a little bit too much in my head. Yeah. Cra- crazy Nick Cage. Shinsono, like I was expecting it to be really just crazy bonkers, but 
it seems like maybe for his English language debut, he wanted to hold back a little bit because mm-hmm. yeah. it does feel a little bit. It's it's definitely more tame than most of his other movies. Uh, you have Topology of Sirens. Yeah, and I still want to see this. I know it played like a I think it played like a film festival in France, but I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, I don't I don't I haven't heard I didn't hear too much about this. So I don't I don't know. We both have the immortal jellyfish. Yeah. So at some point, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I think that's like three years running now. I mean, did this did this wait? wait. Did this come out? When did this? It's from 2020. I mean, that's what it says. Just... It says it played the Sidewalk Film Festival. Yeah. But, like... Guess it didn't get picked up. I just... I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, we both had Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a disappointment. <laughs> that was... Maybe uh, maybe one of the biggest disappointments of 2021, I think. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Interestingly, without you doubt. had Nomadland on your list, which was a 2020 movie. <laughs> but that was, again, that's one of those whatchamacallits. It's one of those situations like yeah, Macbeth. Yeah, Because Macbeth is probably, you know, one of my most anticipated for this year. Because I live in an area that I don't get these movies until the next year. I thought Macbeth came out. No, not around here. Oh, it's it's Apple. It's an Apple TV Plus movie. Oh shit! But but I don't know if it actually if it dropped or not. I just found the um, the immortal jellyfish on Vimeo. Oh really? You can watch it for free. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I just got to do a little little more digging. Well, I I mean, there was no, there was nothing like no marketing, no announcement like that i don't know man uh we both had dune on our list which uh, i think we were both very happy with hell yeah dune dune was great uh nightmare alley was on my list that's the the guillermo del toro one i uh i was i was disappointed with that unfortunately yeah it seems like almost everyone is it's yeah it it had it had so much potential but i feel like like I, I saw every twist coming. Like I, I predicted basically the whole movie, and I, I don't know. It just, I didn't. I just wasn't into it. Unfortunately, I had Spiral the from the Book of Saw, which was the the uh, the Chris Rock Saw movie, which was also a disappointment. Like I didn't have very high expectations, but I was very intrigued by the concept. And uh, yeah, it was it was a bit of a letdown. I had Artemis on my list, which was the Lord and Miller movie that hasn't come out yet. So, and then I also have Licorice Pizza on my list, which at the time didn't have a title, but uh, I still haven't been. I still haven't seen Licorice Pizza, so I'm like dying to see it because I I just know that it would have ended up on my list. Uh, yeah, I had Annette on my list, which was a huge letdown. That was the Leo's Cracks one. Uh, yeah. the, the card counter, which did end up on my top ten, Diabolic, which was is the remake of Danger Diabolic. Oh, yeah. yeah, that I don't think that came out yet. Did Who's making that again? Uh, is it anyone in particular? It's it's no? it's Italian, so it's um, oh nice. 
Yeah, so it's Antonio Minetti and Marco Minetti. I don't know. I'm not sure what else that they've done. But it it was supposed to come out in 2020. Like, I don't think it's out. Let me look here. So it played... It just just last month it played the Noir Noir in in festival Noir in festival in Italy. So it I I suspect this to be a 2022 movie. Looks like it's dropping in Russia in February, which is kind of weird. But so carry that over to my 2022 list. I have uh, Benedetta on my list. Uh, it's a bit of a disappointment. Um, the Duel, which that's going to be on my 2022 list. That's the Riley Stearns one. And Fear Street, which turned out good. So I was, I was happy with Fear Street. Nice. You liked Fear Street, too. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Good. I think overall. Overall. Yeah. Didn't love it, but. No. All right. Let's move yeah. into 2022. What's, uh, what's first up on your list? First off, I mean these are in no order. I did. Same, I had. Same. I had uh, uh, some difficulty trying to put this list together because it seems like release dates are just everything's nebulous. Of, <laughs> it's just the thing of the past. And again, with most of these movies, who knows if it'll actually come out this year? But uh, I think I'll start off with the one that I know is going to come out at some point that I'll be able to watch. And that's the unbearable weight of massive talent. I also have this on my list. Which, um, this is this is just an odd one to me. Now, it gets me with the, the synopsis where it's Nick Cage playing himself. Mm-hmm. Strapped for cash, and he agrees to make a, a paid appearance at a billionaire's uh, birthday party, right? And But he's actually a, a, an informant for the CIA. But the thing that to push this a little bit further because that's a great premise i love that idea capitalize on nick cage and have him play himself wonderful but it's directed by the last movie that this guy made was that awkward moment mm-hmm. and he did the tv series ghosted <laughs> so i'm i'm very intrigued by this i like the idea that he is it says here he's recruited by the cia and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. So, presumably, that means that he's going to be like... The greatest hits performance. Yeah, like reprising his previous roles. I I just... It sounds... It sounds so wacky, and I'm... I'm, Yeah, very intrigued. I need it. Very, very intrigued. Uh... I'll start with some heavy hitters on mine. Killers of the oh Flower boy. Moon. I got that yeah. as well. This is the new Scorsese. Uh, I'm all, all all in on this one. Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, Brendan Fraser, who's... Yep. He started making a comeback, I guess it was last year, and I feel like he's, he's going to go full force in 2022. Oh, that, we're feeding coal into that engine and we're rolling. Yeah. Depicts the serial murder of members of the oil-wealthy Osage Nation in 1920s Oklahoma. Yeah. It's got Lily Gladstone in Lily there. Lily Gladstone, yep, yep, yep. All about this one. So, yeah, what's next on your no list? Doubt. 
Uh, next on my list that I know that I'll be seeing soon because it's playing Slam Dance. And just a heads up for you people out there, ten dollars. All access. All slam dance. Ten dollars. All right, there on your goddamn computer. Whole film festival. Give me a break. Hundred plus movies. And you just watch them whenever. It's not this, you know. Oh, it premieres at seven thirty. Yeah. On Tuesday, so you have to wait until eight thirty on Tuesday. No, you just watch it whenever you want. And one of them that I will be watching is Clay Tatum's The Civil Dead. This is the guy that directed uh, Whitmer Thomas's special, the the Golden One. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is co-written alongside Whitmer Thomas. He's also in it. So is Longstreet, uh, and it's a misanthropic uh, photographer who just wants to watch TV and eat some candy, but an old pal resurfaces, and uh, there's some spooky stuff going on. So it sounds kind of uh, got that little comedic aspect to it got some spookiness in there so we got long street and whitmer thomas together i'm in yeah me too uh we'll we'll definitely be covering this one for slam dance uh next on my list is poor things this is the new yorgos lanthimos yes uh it's about a a free-spirited highly sensual woman who drowns herself to escape her abusive husband in the aftermath she's brought back to life by an eccentric scientist and he replaces her brain with the brain of her unborn child and manages and changes her name to to Bell Baxter. <laughs> okay. It's uh yes. yeah, it seems seems like a a crazy one from from Lanthimos, uh you know, par for the course there. And Without it features Emma Stone, Willem Dafoe, uh yeah, Christopher Abbott's in there, Rami Yusuf, Mark Ruffalo. Naturally, just yeah. Yeah, done. I mean, done. That's also they, that's one of those. Is is it going to come out this year? We'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's another it one. It says twenty twenty two. So yeah, because another one I have, I think it's kind of the same. But I have a strong feeling it'll come out this year. Maybe not. And that's Jordan Peele's Nope. Yeah, I have that on my list and too. I don't really know anything about it outside of the cast. And Jordan Peele's directing it, so count me in. I'm yep. in. I do, I don't need to know anything else. Like I see the, no. the 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 poster here. The poster doesn't give away much, but I'm I'm all in. I don't I don't need to know anything. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, another one. Let's see. I'm trying to just. I have so many on my list. Havoc. This is the new one by Gareth Evans. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I did not know about this one. This is going to be a Netflix one. Uh, oh, his boy. his last movie was Netflix too, and it was a little underwhelming compared to the Raid, of course, and the Raid Two. But this is this is one. Uh, it's about uh, it says here, after a drug deal gone wrong, a bruised detective must fight his way through a criminal underworld to rescue a politician's estranged son while unraveling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy that ensnares his entire city. This it stars Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. And then it features Forrest Whitaker, Timothy Oliphant, uh, yes, a whole a ton of people in this. So yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I like I wasn't a huge fan. Was it The Apostle? Is that the name? Was that yeah? Is that the name of it? I'm pretty sure Apostle. Yeah, Apostle. Yeah, just Apostle. I wasn't like a huge fan of that, but at the same time, it wasn't like I didn't hate it or anything. So. 
I'm still 100% on board with Gareth Evans. But of, of course, yeah. if this one's a stinker, then then I might be a little bit more hesitant about just like blindly getting psyched up for anything that he does. It sounds promising, though. It, it sounds it, promising. It does. Uh, one I have is uh, Brandon Cronenberg's latest Infinity Pool. Same. I'm a, I'm looking forward to that. I although I'm not a hundred percent on board with his movies, the ideas always intrigue me. Yeah, I am a hundred percent on board with with this so far. So far. So this is a you know all inclusive beach vacation on an island, and then the, apparently the resort has this this perverse subculture of violence and surreal horror. Yeah, I think that's the thing that hooks me. I want to see surreal heart, and I hope it's actually fucking surreal and not tame, because I have a feeling it's a chance that it's just going to be standard fare. But I hope it's actually surreal. I don't know. I mean, current Brand Brand Cronenberg doesn't really do tame, so I guess I don't know. We'll see. I know it's just a I lot guess- of times it'll be like surreal heart, and it's just like ultra violence. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Want but that. I want it to be surreal, where I'm just like, I this, I don't know exactly what's happening. Yeah, you confuse me. I like being confused. I guess I'm I'm okay with that as long as it's not like I f- I feel like um what like Ben Wheatley's been doing with his like kind of surreal stuff. Like I just really haven't been on board with that. Where it's more mm. like not not so much surreal as more as like a like drug trip type stuff. Oh well, yeah, like, especially I, when really... you do like. The visual cues of yeah. a drug trip. Yeah. I'm not I, into that. So. I, we get it, man. Drug trips. We can't stop filming them. Yeah. Just quit. Well, uh, keeping with the the, the family uh, theme here, I have David Cronenberg's new one, Crimes of the Future, on my list. Yes, I have that as well. A deep dive into the not-so-distant future in which humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings. Indeed. And I also like that because isn't that that's the name of his very first. Yeah. Film. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a remake or like he's I don't think it revisiting is revisiting the yeah. Just looking from the synopsis, it looks different. Now, I didn't see the, the original one was like 1970 or something. So I, maybe, maybe he's like re like rethinking the the concept or something. Could be updating it. Yeah. But anyway, this this has Leah to do and Kristen Stewart, Vigo Mortensen. So, yeah, good cast right there. I'm in it. Yeah. Uh, one that I have on here, which is kind of interesting that I put this on here because I haven't seen any of their films. And that's Daniels. Uh, every, yeah, it's Daniel. on my list, too. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I just The synopsis of this thing has hooked me. Have you I'm seen the trailer? They, they did release the so, trailer. I have not seen the trailer yet. But I really like this. The only thing that I'm, I'm slightly worried about is it seems like we just had a huge influx of, you know, how many years now this has been sustained to with the, you know, universes, multi-universes, multiverses, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, kind of a big adventure movie, Infinite Worlds of the Multiverse, trying to save, you know, the world. I I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I I think this one looks pretty awesome. And I like Daniel's stuff. I wasn't a huge fan of the death of Dick Long, but it was 
memorable that's for sure and I, I i liked it for the for the most part but yeah i'm really excited for this one uh really let's see they directed that movie yeah they did that one and of course swiss army man which i also liked that a whole lot a lot of people weren't on board with it but i really liked it uh, another one that i think is an easy easy ad is spider-man across the spider-verse part one part one they're just starting yeah, it's, it's going to be a two-parter, I think. Wait, is it? It's what a sequel. This? It's a sequel to uh, to uh, Spider Verse, the okay. animated one. Okay, yeah. Well, then I could put that on my list too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Give oh, it yeah. to me. Yep, and it's like the same animation team yes. and all of Give that it. stuff. Same same voice cast coming back. It's so it's it's going to be the same really incredible animation style and. The, the music, I, I love what they did with the music, how they did like a standard orchestral score and then had a DJ like scratch it and remix it and do all that stuff, which I think is really cool. So yeah, that's an easy one to add on my list. Uh, keeping with the, the animation, this is, this is someone that I've just recently got into and I've become obsessed. This has been, and it's actually kicked off me, uh, you know, watching more anime, which is something that I've been saying for what ten years now. <laughs> Going to watch some more anime? Well, I'm finally doing it, and uh, that's Masaki Yusa's, uh, you know, oh, which is supposed to come out this year. I I just watched uh, Night is Short, Walk On Girl, which I absolutely loved. I talked about you know a couple months ago his movie Mind Game which I absolutely loved. I started watching a series that's also on HBO Max, the Keep Hands, Keep Your Hands Off. I can't even remember the name of it. What the fuck? <laughs> I just watch it. I don't know the title. Isuken? Keep Your Hands Off Isuken? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not familiar it, with it. But I love it. The animation style, and it's like a mix. You know, he always changes it up. It's numerous different styles. It's just, the, it's like my particular brand of whimsy that i absolutely love just super creative stuff the anime show that i'm watching on hbo max is like these three high school girls uh are trying to make an anime and it really delves into like the creative process of like coming up with an anime and coming up with concepts and stuff and then they kind of go into the world that they're creating lovely stuff phenomenal so his newest movie I'm pretty much just on board 100% with anything that he ever makes from the future here on out. Okay, nice. Um, Sticking with the animation theme, the next one on my list is Wendell and Wild. I also have that on my list. Yeah, this one I'm not not 100% sure of, but it is directed by Henry Selick, and this is the guy who did Coraline, which I really loved. And it's it's Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key, and they play demons, demon brothers. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a Netflix movie. It sounds interesting. I'm sure that it's going to have some really cool stop motion. So, I, yeah, I mean, I'm into that. Hell yeah. Sign me up. I just love the idea of Keegan, Michael Key, and Jordan Peele. Two demon brothers trying to get out of hell. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Give it to me. Um... What else I got on here? Time Stalker from Alice Lowe. I'm interested in this one. 
I think this is her newest movie since Prevenge. Oh, yeah. So she's doing a... It goes all across history. It's Agnes, this woman who is reincarnated every time she makes the same mistake, and that's falling in love with the wrong man. And just Alice Lowe, I find to be very, very funny. And her penchant for like pitch black comedy. Mm. Just sign me up. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The next one on my list is uh, Decision to Leave. This is the new Park Chan book. This should be out this year. I'm pretty sure. This this is another one I don't even really need to know anything about. Like, just sign me up. It's always great when those happen. Yeah. I don't even need to know. You got got your stable of directors. You just throw that name out there. I'm in. Yep. Uh, Another one that I know I'll get to see. Well, no, I won't. Because I'm not doing Sundance. Sundance, you can go fuck yourself. Well, Sundance is... They did cancel the in-person, so it is exclusively it online. Yeah. So, and, and it's going to be available for everyone. So, you, so starting Monday, the site, the website's going to be back up. So, they took it down to redo, redo it. And starting Monday, it's going to be back up, and you're going to be able to, like, buy tickets and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't... Did they make any adjustments? Well, I don't know. I have no idea how it's going to be formatted. I have a... F- Feeling they didn't, so they can eat it. <laughs> That's a preemptive eat it Sundance. Uh, but Ricky uh, D'Ambrose's newest feature, The Cathedral, will be playing. Uh, and I've been a fan of his, you know, for years now. Thoroughly enjoyed his first feature, Notes on an Appearance. This is his second. Really like his style. So I'm very interested to see how this continues. And what it looks like. So count me, count me in on this one. Nice. Next on my list is X. This is Ty West's new one. Ty West out here making movies. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since he's done, done some stuff. But this one, uh, at a secluded farmhouse in Texas, a film crew arrives to shoot an adult film. Their hosts, a reclusive elderly couple, take a special interest in their youngest guest, uh, in their young guests, as night falls, the couple's leering interest turns violent. Features Mia Goth, Kid Cudi, Brittany Snow, right. Jenna Ortega. Yep, sure. I'm in. Sure, sure. Give it to me. Yeah. Uh, one that I have no idea if I'll be able to see or not. Uh, that's Human Flowers of Flesh. This is directed by Helena Vittman, who did a couple of years ago that movie Drift. Really meditative, slow film that I thoroughly enjoyed, made my top five of the year. So this is, it hasn't made a feature since, so this is the newest one. So I want to see this. I need to see it. About a woman living on a sailing yacht with a a crew of five men. She becomes fascinated with the the French Foreign Legion and ends up sailing to Algeria. Just her whole style, you know, the visual. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, Shin Ultraman is on my list. I, I'm pretty sure that this is coming out this year. This is from, uh, this is from uh, Shinji Higuchi. This is the guy who did uh, the uh, Shin, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I give it. And so I, I like think that Shin Ultraman looks pretty awesome. And yeah, 
I'm I'm into it. Yeah, count me in as well. We, we talked about that before, haven't we? Yeah, I think it was on Isn't my it? list last year. Yeah. I accidentally just clicked the wrong button. Now I lost my list. Uh, do you want me to do another one? No, we're back. We're okay. back. We're back. Uh, this, I don't know, I, God knows if this is actually going to come out this year. Because uh, I feel like I haven't been able to, to watch many of this guy's movies over the last couple of years. But then again, maybe I need to do some more research. Check, vi- check Vimeo. Yeah, it might be on there. Who knows? Uh, Takeshi Katano's newest one called Neck. This is apparently, supposedly, going to be his final uh, film as a director. So, you know, got to cap off that career. This is based on a real-life incident of a, a warlord that was assassinated at a temple in 1582. And you got uh, Ken Watanabe attached mm. to this. So Put this on my give list. Give it. Next on my list is What to Do with the Dead Kaiju. This is a dir- oh, yeah. This is directed by Satoshi Miki. And the the premise of this just sounds incredible. Basically, it's about a kaiju attack in Japan, but the monster dies. And the whole movie is about them just trying to figure out how they're going to get rid of this giant monster corpse in the city. I love this. I feel I remember hearing about this yeah. last year. This is such a great idea because I think this is something that we even discussed. Yeah, when we yeah. watched like, like I, any. It's any such kaiju. a good idea, and I just can't wait to see like how they deal with it because, like, the whole premise is that they they need to get rid of the body before the gases inside mm-hmm. the body explode. <laughs> so I think it's uh, it sounds awesome, and I can't wait. This is this is an interesting one for me because a the director. Sarah Polly, not really familiar with her work, uh, so I'm not w- watching it because of that. The cast is solid. It's got Francis McDormand, Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley. But I'm more interested in this movie because it's based on a novel that I thoroughly enjoyed by Miriam Toes, and that's Women Talking, which is about a isolated Mennonite community in mm. Bolivia. Mm. Uh, this group of women uh, are trying to... They're struggling with like their faith and trying to figure out next steps after a series of sexual assaults committed by the men of the Mennonite colony. So this is them kind of getting together and trying to discuss what what needs to be done. So I was a huge fan of the book, so I'm interested in see what the how the movie turns out. Yeah, this sounds really good. Um, Next on my list is Prey. This is directed by Dan Trachtenberg. This is a this is a Predator movie. And the reason that I'm excited for it, I still get excited over Predator aliens and Predator movies. Even though like I've been burned a bunch of times from them. Mm-hmm. I actually liked the the last Predator movie. Okay, like I didn't love it, but I thought it was okay. And I think that Dan Trachtenberg is a really promising director. I think that he has his ideas are really good. And I think that he's going to do some really cool stuff with the Predator series. This, this takes place 300 years in the past. And it's basically the Comanche nation versus a Predator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm, yeah, 
kind of kind of into this. It stars Amber Midthunder okay. as this skilled warrior Naru, and she has to protect her tribe against a predator. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, a movie that I don't really know too much about, and this is all based off the strength of the last film that was made. This is Anna Rose Homer's uh, God's Creatures. She's the one who made Fitz, The Fitz, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm. Uh, the editor of that movie, Sayla Davis, is co-directing with Homer on this one. So I'm just really intrigued to see where she goes after Fitz. Because The Fitz was, I thoroughly enjoyed that Yeah, one. me too. I, I liked thought that. That was, a, that was like a, a new, exciting film. So I'm excited to see the follow-up. Yeah. Um, next on my list is Evil Dead Rise. I don't have, like, I'm kind of excited about this just because I, I believe that it is co-written. Um, well, I thought, I thought that I saw that it was co-written by Sam Raimi, but maybe I'm, maybe it was like characters or something. But anyway, it this is actually takes place. It's an, it's a new entry in the evil dead series and it takes place in a cramped LA apartment. So it, you know, all, all the previous evil dead movies kind of took place in the woods and the, in that cabin and stuff. And this kind of brings it into the, to the city, which I think is, could be an interesting concept. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this one goes. Um, I don't know about the director, Lee, Lee Cronin. I think, uh, he, so he did that movie, the hole in the ground, which did you see that? I don't think so. I, I didn't see Even it. In the ground. I thought maybe you saw that, but maybe not. Wait, wait did, you did who, see did, it. You, you gave it two stars. Who's the director? Lee Cronin. Ah, hole, the hole in the ground. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Massive, massive sinkhole. That's the that's the titular hole in the ground that they're talking about. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic, I'll say, for Evil Dead Rise. Gotcha. Okay. I'm also. This is another kind of odd one because I'm not kind of slightly familiar with this guy's work, Riley Stearns. I enjoyed Faults. I still haven't seen The Art of Self Defense, which I need to do. But I am uh, somewhat excited for his newest movie. I like the idea. I like the premise of Karen Gillian dueling her own clone to mm-hmm. death. Got Aaron Paul in there. The other thing that I found very interesting is that the score is going to be by uh, Emma Ruth Rundle, who I'm a big fan of. So there's a lot of elements to this that are intriguing to me. So I'm looking forward to this. This is playing Sundance as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. As I mentioned, carryover from last year. Uh, next on my list is the black phone. This is the new Scott Derrickson one, but I don't really know too much about it. Comes out soon. I think, I think actually, no, I think it they got pushed back to like June or something like that. But at any rate, it's with Ethan Hawke and, uh, yeah, it looks, it looks creepy. And I like that Scott Derrickson's getting back to, to horror. And this is what he went to after leaving the new Dr. Strange movie, which, gotcha. which also looks good. I don't know if it's on my list necessarily, but I think the new Doctor Strange looks looks cool. I liked the first one. Uh, I only have one one more left, and again, this is a movie. I don't know if it'll actually come out this year or not, but that's uh, Kelly Reichert's newest 
called Showing Up with Michelle Williams uh, playing an artist on the verge of a like a career changing exhibition. She's you know kind of dealing with family and friends and colleagues, and it's all kind of like the the build up to that show. So you also got John Magaro in there, who's you know from First Cow. You got Andre Three Thousand showing up. Mm, interesting. Got Larry Fessenden. Finally, Andre Three Thousand and Larry Fessenden in the same <laughs> movie. The thing we've all wanted for years <laughs> is happening. So the rest of mine are like kind of I don't know maybe light anticipation. Uh, Knives Out Two. I don't know if this is coming out this year, but if it is, I'm I'm really excited for it. I can't wait for Knives Out too. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Disappointment Boulevard. This is the new Ari Aster one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Amy Ryan. Yeah. The Killer. I don't think that this is going to be out this year, but is that the Fincher one? Yeah, this is the Fincher yeah. one. Some, I, something I tells me. I had a feeling that it wasn't coming out. That's why I didn't put it on. But yeah. if it does, count me in. Uh, Black Glasses. This is the new Dario Argento one. He's doing like a modern giallo. So that could be cool. I don't. I mean, like Argento's output, like his his movies, his newer movies are, have not been great. But maybe maybe this is like a return to form. That'd be kind of cool. Um, uh, Asteroid City. This is. Slated for 2022. This is the new Wes Anderson one. And it's got a metric ton of people in it, just like his all of his movies at this point. Yeah. I, I like I it looks it sounds like it's gonna be great. I don't know. Like like I said, it says 2022, but I don't really know. But if it is coming out again, I'm really excited for that. Uh Thor, Love and Thunder. This is you know, the new, this is directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, I really, really liked the last Thor movie that he did. And this one looks like it's going to be a lot of fun as well. Uh, uh, Suzume no Tojimari. This is uh, directed by Makoto Shinkai. This is the the, the director who did um, Your Name and Weathering With You. This is about a, it's an action adventure road trip story involving a 17 year old girl who helps a mysterious young man close doors from the other side that are releasing disasters all over Japan. So looks looks like it, it's got some really beautiful animation. So I'm excited for that. The Borderlands movie is slated to come out now. I like the Borderlands games. I think that the games are a lot of fun. The movie, on the other hand, normally I'd be like, uh, I don't know, like red flags all over the place, but it's directed by Eli Roth, which is interesting, and it stars Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jack Black. What the hell? Yeah. So that's got a really interesting cast as well. So right. it could be a lot of fun. I'm that hoping. It just sounds like someone threw darts yeah. at a dartboard. Like, pretty wild. Third. Ah, Borderlands game. Okay, who's the director? Eli Roth. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, very, very strange. Uh, Babylon, which is the new Damien Chazelle. This one I'm, like, really not sure about. Like, Damien Chazelle's been kind of hit or miss for me. I'm good at overruled. Yeah. Take it off the list. Okay. 
I'll, I'll strike it for you. You're not going to like that shit. I'm probably I you. You're what right. are you doing? You're just picking it. You're grasping at straws now. Yeah. That probably. Now the, the list from here on out is just a list of all well, the we're, movies we're, that are coming out in 2020. No, I tried to. That one was like at the bottom of my list. Like that one, I'm just not sure. Could, could go either way. Uh, another one that could go either way, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is the, the remake. This is going to be on Netflix, actually, and I think it drops next month. So it's, it's uh, I don't know. It looks like what they're trying to do is um, pull, a, pull a Halloween with it and like have it take place after the events of the first one. Okay. And it takes place like 50 years after the, the events of the first one, so... They're trying to do one of those numbers with it. I don't know if it'll work or not. Hellraiser is getting a reboot this uh, this one uh, this year as well. Again, no idea if it's yeah. if it's going to work. It's going to be directed by David Bruckner, and he did the Ritual and the Night House, which I actually liked quite a bit, and uh, uh, Southbound, which I liked. That I yeah I I will watch that. I have a feel like uh, to me that's one of those movies that you can't improve upon because. That's just, I mean, that's just one of the greatest. Yeah, I, I guess it's like, it's reinterpreting the original novella. So it's not remaking the movie or rebooting the movie. I think that it's drawing from the, the book. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, here's uh, the Batman is coming out. I'm very, yeah, whatever on that one. But one that I don't think is going to be out in... 2022 but seems kind of like it could be interesting is chippendale rescue rangers what they're making a live action chippendale rescue rangers movie and it's directed by akiva schaefer and it stars john mulaney and andy samberg as chippendale yeah i'll watch that yeah it's gonna be on disney plus from the looks of it so i think it sounds like it could be fun that's pretty much all I have. Uh, Barbie, the movie, is also supposed to be dropping this year. I don't know if it actually will, but it's directed by Greta Gerwig, and it features Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling as Barbie and Ken. So they could do... I, I feel like Greta Gerwig, the, the fact that she's doing that has me interested. I think any any anybody else, I'd probably be like, nope. But the fact that Greta yeah. Gerwig's involved tells me that it's going to be different than I think maybe what people expect. At least I hope so. So that's pretty much it. I think the 2022 looks to be a pretty solid year. I mean, a lot of my favorite directors supposedly have movies coming out this year. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like going into this, I was like feeling a little bit meh about 2022, but now I'm now I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and I think this is because I we kind of talked off air through text, but trying to get back into movies, and I'm doing a pretty good job of it. You know, it's it's coming back. There's like that that spark getting reignited. Yeah, and then doing this because when I started this, you know, trying to compile a list, I was just like, "There's no fucking movies coming out. This is ridiculous." <laughs> That's what I thought. And then too. you know, you know, actually putting in the work. You know, maybe I'll start checking Vimeo more and doing some Google searches instead of just being, you know, just I, I've been so passive mm-hmm. over the last like year and a half where it's just like, well, none of these movies is apt to exist because they haven't crossed 
my phone screen. Right. Yeah. Just exactly. come to me. Like, yeah, you, you got to put some fucking work in. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, especially with just how things are with release dates and stuff, and exactly different streaming platforms and all of that stuff. One thing that's cool, uh, I'm sure that that most of you listening already do this, but if you if you do have a Letterbox Pro account, when you add an item to your wish list, it automatically alerts you when it's available on a streaming service. Oh, for real? That's cool. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. I mean, I have the, you know, the the sorting, which is really nice. I think it's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love that, too. Yeah, if you add something to your wish list and it becomes available on one of your chosen, you know how you can pick like your own, like what your platforms are or what you subscribe to. Yeah, it, it emails you and lets you know, which I think is awesome. That is awesome because there's so much, you know, you're adding shit to your watch list over years and years and years. And then that stuff shows up on like Hulu or Netflix or something. You have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah, do, do, do that. And that'll, that'll help of course. And then, you know, you can, you can take a look at our VOD calendar on the website. We try to keep that up to date and that that'll help combine different platforms and stuff too. So there's, there's some sources out there. All right, I think that that's uh, I think that's it. All right, let's take a look at what we have coming out in theaters this week. The big one is Scream. That's really the only, the only one oh, of yeah. note. Scream. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. Like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be rushing to the theater to see it necessarily, but I like the Scream series as a whole. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for this one. It looks like there's an anime called Bell that's also coming out in theaters, which I'm actually not too familiar with. On VOD this week, the 11th, we have The Legend of La, La-, 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 La Llorona. Uh, we have, I feel like every year there's like 50 of these movies that come out about this. I was just going to say, as like, I, and I can't distinguish any of them. No. One of, I know that one of them's supposed to be good. There was like a yeah. there was like a really big like mainstream one, and I think that was bad. And then there was like another smaller one that was supposed to be good. And then this is a Saban Films release, so it's this is probably mediocre at best. Uh, we have Run and Gun coming out. I think this is a like an action comedy from the looks of it. We got Breeder. This is produced by the guy who did Coco D Coco Da. So I imagine mm. that this is a pretty effed up one. Sees a woman being a sees women being abducted for biohacking experiments. Oh boy! Oof! Gotta watch out for that. We got old strangers coming out. Uh, Algren, and then on the fourteenth we have Shattered. What is Shattered? Oh, that's a that's a thriller. It's a action thriller. John Malkovich, Frank Grillo. I, I could tell by the name. The title of that film, I was like, there is a an aging movie star. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Bruce Willis. I yeah, was waiting well, for yeah. Bruce Willis. I mean Willis Willis is the safe bet with these for sure. Used to be Cage, now it's Willis. Uh let's see. Brejo Bre- or Brego. I don't know how that's pronounced. It's a the desert. Or Orego? I don't know. Hotel Transylvania, Transformania is coming out on Amazon Prime. 
think that's supposed to be the last one in the Hotel Transylvania series. Maybe not, though. Who who really knows? No, it's going to go on forever. I did notice that everybody's back, but Adam Sandler is not back. He's, he's busy. And and it made me think, like, what what has he got, like... What does it say about a movie if Adam Sandler turned down that role? I don't know. Stoker Hills is coming out. That's a horror movie. Delicious is coming out. Takes place in France, 1789, just before the revolution. It's about a chef. Uh, Yep. We got Sex Appeal coming out on Hulu. Got The Free Fall. After attempting to take her own life, a young woman must wrestle with an overbearing husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italian Studies. The Runner is coming out on Shudder. This is a... Follows a strange woman as she travels to a secluded rural town where her violent compulsions are slowly revealed. Oh, no. This is um, directed by uh, the band Boy Harsher. Okay. I have not heard of them. Or maybe it's a single person. I'm not sure, actually. Are you familiar with yeah, Boy yeah. Harsher? Nope. Boy Harsher. Yeah, it says, written, directed, and produced by Jay Matthews and Augustus Muller of Boy Harsher. Mm. The story intertwines with Boy Harsher performing on a public access channel. Their music scores the strange woman's descent deeper into the unknown. No. All right. That, they, they do that dark wave. Minimal synth. Ah, nice. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't mind that that kind of music. I don't, I don't usually listen to it, but Road to Perth. Wait. Uh, sorry. The Runner is the sixteenth. That's coming out on the sixteenth, according to this. And that's pretty much it for VOD on Blu-ray this week. We have Dune coming out. That's going to be in the uh, the standard Blu-ray combo pack thing. We got the three D version coming out and the four K. Didn't know they did a 3D version of that, but I didn't. Yeah, me either. And we got the Great Escape coming out in 4K from 1963. Halloween Kills is coming out. There's an extended cut of that one. That's also getting a limited edition steel book. Got Spencer coming out from from last year. This is one that I would actually recommend. Very surprising that one. Just uh, Juice from 1992. Coming out in 4K. The Temp from 1993. This is so interesting. I was literally just looking at this movie. It's directed by Tom Holland. And I was look I was just reading about this movie on IMDb. And it had nothing to do. Like I had no idea that this was coming out. What a weird coincidence. It's a sign. Isn't that Guess strange? What Guess what you're watching next? The temp. I mean, I am gonna have to check it out. Because okay, I was looking up. I was looking at Tom Holland movies and I saw the temp does. and I was like, Oh, I never saw, I never saw this. It's so weird. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh, we also have whispers in the dark from 1992, the pink jungle from 1968, Maria's lovers from 1984, seventh dawn from 1964. Emma is coming out. Didn't like that one. Hmm. Mass is coming out uh, from that was the one that came out last year. 
Uh, the card player from 2004. Deep Red is getting a 4K release on Arrow. Uh, let's see. It's pretty much it. I will mention, I never mention anime on here, but yeah. it looks like the, the fourth season of Food Wars is coming out. And the reason that I'm mentioning it is because it looks like it comes out on, uh, like the, the box looks like a cutting board. It looks, it looks like it comes out in a cutting board, which is really cool. Food Wars is an anime that I actually sort of got into. I didn't, I think I watched most of the first season, but that's a really goofy anime. I enjoyed that. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. What about Criterions this week? Uh, we have one, and that's the celebration from 1998, Thomas Pinterberg. And uh, one, I really like the the uh, the box work. Yeah, for this. man, I the like concept it. of keeping it super simple since it's Dogma ninety five. Yeah, and you also got a new interview with Fintenberg. You got some shorts, got documentary about Dogma ninety five, all sorts of stuff on there. And that's not really a thing anymore, is it? Dogma ninety five. No, I think that ran its course. <laughs> all all four movies that you know worked. Yeah, it's just it was it. one of those things that was just like, okay, this cannot sustain itself. A bit of a gimmick. Yeah, I do like the the packaging though. I think that's really cool. A really cool idea. Way to stick to the theme, Criterion. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and at filmpulsekevin. And if you have a minute, consider reviewing us on iTunes. That would be great. For Kevin Rankstraw, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.